Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Radio. I'm your host, Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Wendy New. She's a coach and consultant and the founder of Crossroads Coaching and Consulting. She shows heart-centered business leaders how to transform their inner critic into their unstoppable champions so they can own their value, discover their true strengths, and powerfully motivate their teams. Wendy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, so can you share your journey with us and how you became a business coach? I was in corporate America for over 15 years and uh, spent a lot of time in a big organization here in the Twin Cities in the hospitality industry. And in that role, I had several different roles. So I started in operations, did a lot of traveling, meeting and event planning. Then uh, the organization brought in Six Sigma Business Process Improvement. So I certified in that. And then we moved into more of a role where I could do that full-time as an internal consultant. And then I realized in the course of those roles, right? And the reason why I'm constantly wanting to learn and grow is A, because that's the nature of who I am. And B, the most important thing in life to me at that time, it was not the chocolate on the pillow for Mr. Smith, because that's the level of detail that we had to do in meetings and events. Amazing work, not for me. Fast forward process improvement. I remember being in a meeting with a team as I was leading it, facilitating the meeting. We were walking through the process and they were all looking at me with this, I don't know, kind of I'm here, but I'm not really here look including the leader. And it just, it occurred to me at that point, I'm like, you could have the best process on the planet. It could be smooth and efficient, but if the people don't care about it, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. So then as a result, I moved over to a different part of the organization as an internal consultant doing coaching, consulting, and leadership development, where that's where I really learned all of the space and strengths and everything that we need to do to be our own individual amazing contributors. So through the course of that journey, I picked up lots of different things. In 2009, economy tanks. They say, oh, we don't need this department anymore. And so off I went into the wild blue yonder and started my own business Not after some consideration, obviously, but I just didn't want to start over in another big company. And so that's when I decided, why the heck not? I'll start my own business. And I've been doing that for 12 years. So it's been a ride. And the business coach, to answer your question, why business coaching? Because for me, it's about the work. And it's about how we show up in our work. And I'm so fascinated by how people do their work and how the steps that they take and then what they think about it and how they could be at their best. In walking through your journey, what are you grateful for? Yeah, such a good question. So I am super grateful for all of those experiences that I just described because every single one of them brought me to where I am today. Also very grateful for the people that I get to work with here, right here today, my clients. Because they're the ones that have the courage and the um, willingness to explore possibilities. I get to partner with them and help them with that. But at the end of the day, it's really about them. So 
super grateful for the clients I do have. And of course, my family and my colleagues, because I've been able to do this for so long. How do we let our mindset get in our way? Isn't that a great question too? Because in our mindset, there's lots of things to consider and there's lots of research out there. So I had an opportunity to do some deep dive work with the David Bear companies and David Bear is listed as one of the fastest growing companies in this uh, space of neuroscience and coaching. And mindset in that is really about the things that we're telling ourselves, the beliefs that we have, the beliefs that we hold and the decisions that we make as a result. So all those thoughts that we have day in and day out about things, about the work, about ourselves, about others. It's this internal script that keeps running and running. When those thoughts really create limitation for us or limited possibilities, that's when it gets in our way. Because our nervous system and our brain works together really closely to keep us protected. It's part of survival nature. So if we have a perceived threat, even if we think of something that we are perceiving as a threat, we're going to go into shutdown survival mode and it eliminates any possibility for possibility and creativity. What is possible when we start to change our own script? I think that's the heart and soul of it is when we change our own script in our brain, we have possibility, we have opportunity. And it takes a tremendous amount of awareness to do that. And it takes a lot of ability to step back and think about the thinking. We're not used to thinking about our thinking. It just naturally happens. We think and we think and we navigate and we go forward. But if we step back and look at what am I really telling myself right now? And if I'm telling myself what I should do, what I shouldn't do, and all the reasons why such and such won't work and why this other person is making me mad or frustrating me, if those are the things that are going through our brain, We have in any given moment to notice that an option to change it because our lens of how we view the world means that we are creating meaning that could be so completely far from the truth from that other person's perspective, but we're creating our own meaning as a result. I see this all the time in the coaching that I do with teams. So-and-so says something, so-and-so says something, this person's mad, this person's like, what about, I didn't mean that at all. What are you even talking about? Because we add meaning to it that often isn't true. Being able to get past that and get through that and be aware of it is super important. How do we determine what our strengths are? Our strengths, really? Obviously I do a lot of work with Clifton Strengths Assessment, right? So that's a piece of it and a big piece of it. But what I think is really important to determine is that our strengths show up when we're excited about something, when time goes by so fast and we look up and it's like, oh my gosh, it's three hours later. Right. And it felt like a minute and we're in that zone. And when we're feeling motivated, like we can't wait to start the thing again, or keep going with whatever the thing is. It's about really observing our own energy and motivation behind the work that we're doing. And the work could be having a conversation with somebody, being in a meeting with someone, people who are really, really good at connecting with people love that. Or it could be, I need to check off my list because I have this list of things I want to get done. And I get super excited when I can check my list off. I was thinking about this a little bit around the strength finders, because we talked about that. I love strength finders. And I noticed as well that it shows up if I take the strength finders test, like what the strengths are. 
but my skills that I'm extremely good in, like the best of the best at, I noticed that I take those for granted. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that most people do. So you just think that everyone has that X, Y, Z ability, whatever it may be. And one of mine is problem solving. Mm-hmm. And I love the problems. Some people hate problems and they run from them. <laughs> right. And yeah. I'm the one that's running to them. And it's funny that sometimes when things are so easy for us, and even if we get in the zone about it, it would drive somebody else crazy. And I think that that is something that I never really considered of too, is like w- with those strengths, what of other things that, that I love to do that somebody might, else might hate and not, you know, not be that great at. Yeah. And that's really where the best success is in a team situation or a small business situation, because we want to surround ourselves with people who like to do the things that we don't. Yeah. Because then we have a more well-rounded solution at hand versus everybody who wants to talk all day long about what should happen. And then you've got people who actually make it happen. You need the people who make it happen as well as people about talking about what it should happen. It takes both. Right. So yeah. I think that's super important. What's the difference between what we tell ourselves that we're good at and what we actually are good at? Yeah, I think it's what, like what you just mentioned, it's like what comes with ease and energy and naturally it's almost like breathing. Like, like you just mentioned, you can approach a problem or go into a problem solving situation and you're excited and it's easy for you somebody else, like you said, was, is like, I just, this is too broken. I don't want to deal. So let's, I'm not dealing with it. So the best way really to start to notice that about yourself is to be able to think about where you're spending your time and what do you like about it? And similarly, if you're doing something that is constantly, you can do it and you're doing a good job at it, but you aren't exactly getting a ton of energy or satisfaction or fulfillment from it that's an indication that you're probably not using your strengths. We can all learn something, right? Like there's no question that we can learn how to do something where we see strength is when the results skyrocket for us Mm -hmm. in a certain area versus a slight bump in, you know, results, speed reading research that was done with a class of students. And they put the entire class of students through the same learning and you have Some who learned it and who um, had a little bit of skill, they improved a little bit, but the ones who had natural talent in it, they went way up in the bell curve. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's not that we can't learn something new. It's about what is it that we have natural talent in and how can, because that's where we're going to get actual results if we build on that versus if we keep trying to build on what's, what those weaknesses are. Yeah. I think that I struggle with that a little bit because in figuring that out for myself, because all of my weaknesses, like I was born dyslexic. And so when I was born, I couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't speak my, I think 2009, my IQ in speech was 25. And now I'm a genius in all of those areas. And then on top of that, I have the special abilities that come with dyslexia that a lot of people don't talk about. And it's problem solving. It's the being able to see things in 3d and, and the reasoning and connecting with people. And so my weaknesses actually, because I had to work so hard on them, 
turned into genius. Now, not every dyslexic experiences that because not everyone chooses to overcome them, but that was my reality. And I'm guessing that you um, were good at the things that you were good at, even as a young person or a child. It's just that you were told, right? That you couldn't, or you were, you weren't given the opportunity and you somehow unlocked your own permission to be able to approach it in the way that makes sense to you. So that it, yeah. so that you're able to see exactly how to solve a problem in the, that in the way that's unique to you. Yeah, you're right. Cause I use my strengths, but, uh, and majored on my strengths and got my strengths in those areas. So strong that they overpowered the weakness. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily that the weakness went away. It's that I overpowered it mm-hmm. with another strength. Right. But there- you changed your belief about yourself. When you're, our brain is like this goal achieving machine. If we tell it to go because we have a belief or we've learned something, it'll go. Even if that means we're telling ourselves that we're not smart or that we're, we should be doing something then our brain's going to support that as well. That's why it's so important to have those decisions at the forefront. So we know what that script is. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. When I, when they told me that I had this communication disability, IQ of 25 equal to mental retardation. And they said, you're going to have to use your strengths to overcome so that you become a genius. Eventually one day you'll wake up, it'll be like a light switch and you'll become a genius speaker. And I remember thinking to myself, oh man, I got to do this again. (laughs) Cause there were so many things I had to overcome at that point. Like, are you kidding me? I've done this my whole life. And now this is the last thing I got to do. But I say that it's made me who I am today. How do we align what we do with our values and our strengths. Yeah. I think that again, it comes back to um, two key access on a grid. If I were to think of it that way. Right. So the first is what is the energy that I get in the actual task that I'm doing? Right. So is it on a scale of one to 10? Is it great? Is it zero? I mean, I can do, I'm doing the task, but how much, what am I actually feeling and thinking about this task? And the other is what's my performance? How am I actually performing at this? How much it's surprising to me. And I've had this happen in my own career as well, where we're put into roles or situations where we have to do X, Y, Z work and we'll work really, really hard at it and we'll do well, but we have absolutely no energy around it. Zero or one or two. And then we wonder why we're stressed or overwhelmed or tired or drained or whatever the case may be. So I think it's really important to ask those two questions is to be and step back from the, from the work, whether it's talking on the phone, if there's sales calls, whether it's project management, whether whatever the work is breaking it down and just saying, what's the energy level I get from this and how am I performing at it? Not in a judgmental way, but just in a curious way. Yeah. That will really help us to see where our sweet spot is. Cause if we have high energy and, and high, um, performance so in that quadrant, that's where we, that's where we love to be. And that's how we can start to align our work with that and find those roles or those business opportunities that align with it. Is there a formula to help you figure out the direction you're supposed to go in your career? <laughs> yeah, I think that's interesting because in, in thinking about this, the first thought was, There's not a supposed to, and there's not a should. As soon as we put supposed to's and shoulds in front of our career journey, that's where we get all tangled up. 
every step that we take is exactly what we need to take in the moment and we can always redirect. So the formula is to learn and redirect as we need to go. Sometimes we can make the best decision that we can, can make based on the information that we have as to a certain role or a promotion or a, opening a new business, whatever the case may be. And we're gonna learn a ton from that and however long we do it, and that's gonna inform what that next step is. So it's being willing to be curious about the journey and learn along the way versus fo so focused on the destination or if we get there, because it's a myth of arrival in my, we, we always say, well, if I can just get there, no, there's no there. <laughs> we don't, there's a there, the there is what stresses us out. Let's figure out what we can do along the way, be in the here and now. What are some of your client success stories? Yeah. So the, the, the big success stories, especially in the, the last year or so, when, I, when I've incorporated the mindset work into the strengths in the business coaching has been the tremendous shifts that my clients have made from what they're telling themselves that are hindering their own results. It's really about unlocking possibilities. So there's a couple of people that, you know, I come to mind in particular, and they're at C level or, or VP level in organizations. And they're two amazing women and they've worked really, really hard. In fact, that's what they did was work really, really hard because that's what they knew how to do to the point of burnout and to the point of, I don't know if I want what I want, I want this anymore. So now what? And we, through the work that we went through together, we kind of reintroduced what they love about what they do and then how can they think about it differently and how then to apply their strengths to it, to open up the possibilities and stop getting in their own way. And especially as it relates to business growth, one of them in particular is leading a, you know, a national company and she is building amazing, genuine relationships differently than most other people in her industry do. And people are flocking to her just because she's being who she is naturally, high trust, high authenticity, high credibility, and focusing on her relationships to deliver a product. And then it's paved the way for her to grow her team and find that. talent. So it's been really awesome. It's exciting. So what do you think has been your truth? That's gotten you this far in your journey, my own individual truth. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is, I really believe in people and I believe that they have natural strengths and abilities, no matter what people tell them otherwise. And it's when we can unlock that and really help people see that they have the greatest potential to succeed. I just, I believe in that. I believe that there's hope and I believe that we all have talent and that we can do whatever we want to do. And take myself as an example who grew up in corporate America and then ultimately in my own business, because I believe so passionately about what people can do in their work when they are, when they give themselves permission to do so, it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So Wendy, if there are people that are listening that would love to check out your services, what's the best way to contact you? Yeah, they can go to my website, crossroadscoachingandconsulting.com and feel free to send me, there's a form or I click on a contact me form, send me a note, would love to chat with people and just hear their story and figure out what's next for them and really be in this space of 
hey, we're all at crossroads, no matter at various points in our life. And the biggest thing about being at a crossroad is that it's the biggest learning opportunity for us. And that's what I love to talk about. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your expertise. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes. And if you're listening, you want more information about this podcast and upcoming shows, you can visit a Thank you, everyone.